Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarkin speaks. Jared and Bob here. Manetcha. Uh, it's game two of the doubleheader for us, uh, but it's just Thursday's regular show for you guys. Um, so I think you have something you want to kick us off with, right? Yeah. So actually, I had it opened up. Oh, there it is. So <clears throat> the there's there was a uh, a sex trafficking sting in Massachusetts. All right. So I'm on Boston 25 News. So elected officials, doctors, lawyers among clients who pay for sex at illegal mass brothels. Elected officials, doctors, lawyers, professionals, accountants, military officers, a group of high-end clients who pay for sex at illegal Massachusetts brothels were recently busted by federal investigators, law, enforce, law enforcement officials said Wednesday. Um, so effectively three people were um, bringing in we're going to call them sex workers. We'll just call them sex workers. <clears throat> they were bringing sex workers in illegally from Asia or just China. Yep, all of Asia. And they were charging like a shitload of money for these things. Like to the point where they, like, they were like, hey, here's this person available soon. This person coming soon. Um, They would like reach out and be like. You know, what do you like? What are you looking for? Like trying to like match whatever. And without getting too far into the details, because frankly, they don't matter. Again, it's a pretty run of the mill illegal sex trafficking ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like we should. There should be something that like comes into law now where if a sex trafficking ring gets busted, and they do have like a client list of some kind that should automatically get released to the public. Yeah. And that's fair. I think I'm trying to think of like the, the so the downside would be is if, so, if there is an illegal sex trafficking ring and then they just put, write down a bunch of fucking names or whatever. Um, so maybe you do need some actual proof that these people showed up, whether it's video or I mean, I really hope no, not like any of those professions that I just named. I really hope they're not stupid enough to use their own fucking credit card. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I may, so maybe you do need proof, like proof of that these people showed up, or proof that there was a session or something. But I think that information should be released. Like, who was it? Yeah. Because if you shut down the brothel. Or the ring, brothels and ring. So the people who are like the ringleaders, they go to jail. Right. Fine. What about all the other scumbags? Yeah. So, yes. Initially, I want to say yes, but kind of like the more I think about it, it's not the same thing. But you could draw an equivalency to drug dealers, right? So like if someone is selling, well, I mean, weed's illegal now, so it doesn't matter. But like if someone was selling weed when it was illegal or cocaine or heroin or whatever they're selling or mushrooms, right? Um, you send the drug dealers to jail, but do you also send the drug users to jail? 
no, but I do feel like this is different. Yeah, and, and I know, I, and that's why I said, like, I know it's. Different. I don't know if I have a necessarily a good argument. Uh, well, see, again, weed's legal, so you can't use that. I, I could have made a good argument for weed. Yeah. Um. But like, so if we take take heroin, at some point, addiction takes over, and that's a little bit of a different conversation, right? Yeah. Because it's a physical addiction. Like, I don't want to, don't come at me with sex addiction. You need someone more in psychology to fucking do that with with somebody else. At some point, heroin becomes a physical addiction. So it's like, I feel like there's more at play there. In some cases, heroin addicts need that product. Right. Right. Now, it doesn't need to be a good argument. You don't have to like that. But at some point, like, again, there is a physical dependency on that. None of these people have to go to this fucking like brothel network. No one has to. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I also don't know this. This is like this might sound really dumb. And I'm sure hopefully uh, Chris will reach out and and let me know. But is it illegal? To use heroin? I don't know. Because it's certainly illegal to sell it, right? Yep, definitely. But I don't know if it's illegal to use it. Because otherwise, like, I mean, there could be some political things behind it. But like, otherwise, why wouldn't you just arrest all the people? And I know this is where like you go down yeah, the rabbit there's hole. No space. There's, there's no, no space, space to arrest, and things so. like that. So I, I, I get it. So like maybe it is illegal to use it, but again, to avoid the rabbit hole of like all the prisons are full and jails and all that stuff and all whatever, yada, yada. Like maybe that's why people don't get arrested for using. Well, so I will say with hit, so he would have to explain this more because I'm not, I'm not going to draw any conclusions because I don't know the answer. There's definitely semantics to be made for possession. Right. Like possession might be illegal, right? I actually, I would, I would hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> so selling definitely possession. You would think. Yeah. Being high on it. I don't yeah. think. Maybe, yeah. No, I like. I don't know because then it would depend on what else you do. Because if like, because being high on heroin and sitting on a couch in your basement is there's no crime necessarily right right and it's and if there is no enforcement then it can't be a crime so doing you know doing heroin or doing crack on mass ave technically not illegal right because they're not arresting people for that right so maybe by the book it's illegal but in practice no yeah but I do agree with you, though, that I think the sex trafficking thing is different. Right? I feel like, like it's way different. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't know if it's like it's going to like someone could argue like one way or the other, but it's never a good argument. Right. It's like it's almost like the pedophiles wanting to be included with like as yeah. like a sexual orientation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Man, whether they're right, whether they're right or wrong from a psychology, psychological or biological perspective, it's never going to fucking happen. You're, you, you can't, you, you can't be a, like, it's never going to be okay to be a pedophile. Right. Maybe in San Francisco in like 15 years, but <laughs> it's I'm never going to be okay. It's never going to be okay to be a pedophile. That is not going to happen. Right. So it's like these choices. But like someone will make the argument, they'll be like, well, you know, because I said, oh, physical dependency. It's like, oh, well, you know, addiction, like some people psychologically, like they have to go to these brothels. I'm like, but fucking do they? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you have to have to. Because what if you were a regular person? Because these are all high end people. Right. These are all, you know, like. 600 bucks an hour type of pay shit. Right. And last I checked, again, brothels are illegal except in Nevada as far, or I guess <laughs> there could be some other states. I don't know. I doubt it. But yeah, like there's got to be something here where it's like, whether, whether again, letter of the law or not, talk about it's just like socially not accepted that right. you go to sex trafficking rings because that's the other aspect here is it's not just like it's not a brothel where everyone's like volunteering to be there and they're giving them fucking <laughs> benefits like when Finn was yeah. going to unionize the fucking <laughs> prostitutes yeah. or the strippers or whatever he was going to do these people are being trafficked against their will right and like when you put up on a website, oh, coming soon, how do you think they're obtaining that human being? Fucking like you think they're, con yeah. they're ne negotiating their contract? Yeah, that's not happening. No. So I don't know. I think like I, I don't know. I, I, I do. I think participation in. In a, in a in a sex trafficking ring, I think I think the clientele should be exposed as well. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Because again, it's like now, so now you're going to have this network of fucking rich dudes that get off scot-free and probably are still doing it. There's probably some other way, shape, yeah, or form. Because you know what they're going to do is they're going to move on to the yeah, next Find one. another ring. Yeah. Yeah. So I think people like that need to be exposed for what they're doing. Right. Because- the other thing that you could argue too is like it's not just part to eat, like it's not just like you're having sex with someone for money. You are like participating in someone being like trafficked from fucking Asia. Yeah. Yeah. So whether whether the act is cool, like whether whether you like again, because some people will probably no one who listens to this, but like some people will argue, like, oh well, you know, like this, that, the other thing. It's like doesn't matter. Yeah. These women are not there by choice. Right. Right. So I mean arrest the people, arrest the leaders and fucking expose the expose cuz even if it's not illegal you expose them. Right. I mean you could theoretically combat that by making sex work legal. Right? You yeah, I mean it's like it's one of those things where 
you because because we're because we're talking human beings here. We're not talking right. Not like we're not talking drugs in Portland or whatever the fuck they did. Yeah, like a vial of heroin is not like a it's nothing like a human being. Because <laughs> right? like cause, yeah, because that's the thing is if you because if if you have it's the same thing with gambling. <clears throat> if if it's if it's legal, then it can be regulated. Correct. And if it can be regulated, then you can crack down on the illegal activity. Right. And also the illegal activity is less desirable. Right. So you could make sex work legal. I don't see it happening anytime soon. I base that off no. nothing. I just base it I off mean, the idea. If anything, it would have to go state by state. Yes. Which it should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I just, I don't, I don't like the idea of like, cause now like, I don't, I, I doubt we'll hear about this again too. Like people were arrested. Yeah. They'll probably go to jail. So like, yeah, I mean, we'll hear about it when they have their court cases, whatever. I don't think we'll even hear like, well, who's the clientele? Who are these people? Cause obviously it's a network. It's organized. Like, yeah. We should bring Rico charges against them. This sounds like racketeering. <laughs> Is this racketeering? When in doubt, always just bring up the Rico charge. I think we should. I think. I think. I think there should be a Rico charge involved. It's been a long time since we're like real mafia activity has yeah. had a lot of Rico <laughs> charges. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I mean, I get behind that. Like, if you're gonna support human trafficking, like you should. If you're not gonna go to jail, right? Like your name should be out there. Yeah. People should know that you're a piece of shit. Yeah, so I think you jail. You could even, I guess, you could even argue because within like the framework of the law, you could argue that these people might be sex offenders. Maybe now that's Maybe. probably stretching it, but like participating in a sex trafficking ring that makes you a sex offender because yeah. it's fucking like that is assault. Like if yeah. we're gonna fucking put it out there, yeah. Maybe that's the way. No, again. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it it, it won't happen. And no. like you had said, they'll just move on to the next one. On right? the like next one. Ring number one gets blown up and everyone gets arrested. Well, now we just move on to ring number two. Yeah. So and... like the clientele still do exactly what they're going to do. They just call... The next Steve one. Steve instead of Jimmy. Right. And never mind, you know, it's like high-end clients, da 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 you know, pay to sweep this under the rug. Like, we know how this works. Right, right. So, yeah, that's the what should happen, and then what will happen is nothing, and everyone will forget about this. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> there we are. Yep. So, that's fun. Um, well, in a, since we're talking about sex trafficking, uh, to kind of move into a, a sex related topic, I suppose, um, Victoria's secret recently has come out and said that they are going to drop the woke ideas that they've been trying to push. So 
for anyone that doesn't know, like if you live under a rock and you don't know what Victoria's Secret is, like I don't I don't know what to tell you. But if you know what it is, but you haven't really been paying attention the last couple of years, Victoria's Secret has been uh, promoting like, you know, woke ideas, right? So fat is beautiful. Um, they had now, I mean, do what you want about this. I'm not saying that I feel one way or another about it, but I think they had, didn't they have like an autistic, um, like Victoria's secret fashion show or something, or like they had a, a, a model that was <laughs> autistic or something like that. Truthfully, I couldn't tell you. I feel like that was a thing. I actually um, kind of forgot Victoria's Secret existed. Um, obviously, I'm not a customer. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, uh, and I haven't been to a mall in ages. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot they were around. Yeah. But so long story short, they've been they've been doing a bunch of shit, right? Like I said, like, oh, you can be fat and you can be this and you can be that. They've been doing all this stuff. And wouldn't you know, they've lost a ton of money as a business. Go fucking figure. So isn't it a big surprise that the company that has made millions of dollars, if not billions, probably tens or hundreds of millions of dollars, right, on effectively objectivizing women. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is, right? They They sell lingerie and like, bras and underwear and the Victoria's Secret fashion show, which is like they do once a year is literally some of the most beautiful women on the planet only wearing fucking underwear, walking up and down a runway like is what it is, right? Like that's that's the fact of the matter. Um, That company decided to say that, you know, oh, no, you don't need to be a beautiful model to be you know, great. And they've lost money. So now they're going to go back to their original business plan of just objectivizing beautiful women. (laughs) And they'll probably be fine because similar, well, similar, but not in the same vein (laughs) to the sex trafficking stuff. Like, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, I guarantee at least 51% of the audience is male. Like, they're not doing the Victoria's Secret fashion show for women to buy the fucking underwear <laughs> that they're wearing on the fucking the runway, right? Like, that is for men. The the actual like models and the catalog and the magazine and the the store and the the product yeah obviously that's for women right or you know men that like to fucking dress up as women whatever what have you um, but the like the actual like advertising and the the fashion show like I said and 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 that shit that's marketed to men so. What do you think is going to happen when you take, again, like I said, the most beautiful women in the world and you take them off of the runway and you replace them with fat people? 
and average-looking people. Guess who's not going to watch anymore? Men. <laughs> because they don't want that. Because they want the the allure, right, of a... Um, what's her name? She's Brazilian. Um, Adriana Lima, right? Like, they want that, or Argentinian, whatever she is. She's from South America. Um, they want that. They want the Giselle Bungeon, right? Like, they want those women. They don't want Becky from Alabama that weighs 230 pounds, right? Like, <laughs> that's that, that's not what they want to see on the fucking runway. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where like I saw like someone, they put out like a press release or someone tweeted about it or something. I saw it somewhere and it was like, oh, Victoria's Secret announces that they're going to move away from woke culture and go back to the way they, they were doing before. But it was worded like it was worded politically, right? Like they were, they didn't say moving away from woke culture. They're just said like, moving away from recent business model to move back towards uh you know previously used ideas and things like that which i think it was twitter because i saw someone like retweeted the tweet or quote tweeted it and said like oh they're they're moving away from woke ideas and going back to using hot women <laughs> as models like that's that was what someone did like think they I think that's how i saw it right like they like i said it was a quote tweet so, yeah, I mean, no fucking shit, dude. I'm not surprised at all. It's about time that some of these companies are because, like, let's let's forget the this exact one. But it's like when you're a company that does X, people come to you because you do X, not right. because you do Y. Right. Like if you're a Toyota, which they never would, it's not an American company, obviously. But it's like, you know what? We're going to make cars more accessible to whatever the fuck. It's like, no, people buy their cars because they're cheap and safe and they last yeah. fucking forever. Yeah. Just go with that. Just yeah. play. the. It's the same. Play the fucking hits. Right. Right. Play Freebird. <laughs> Why are you here? What made you popular? Right. Go with it. Right. Done. And then make make whatever it is, whatever that answer is, make that the best. Period. Done. Right. Stop fucking going out of your lane, especially when you do anything political and you know how fucking polarizing it gets. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the other thing is too, it's like if you do anything political, whether people agree or disagree, people fucking freak out. It's like, nope, done. It's like, just stop. Just fucking stop it. No one goes to no one goes to Victoria's Secret looking for fucking inclusion. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> you know I mean, like you also don't need to shop at Victoria's Secret because I think part of the issue when they like went woke and like they did the whole thing a couple of years ago is like they didn't make anything bigger than like an XL in their sizes or like maybe a 2X, right? Like now they have like 3X, 4X in, in their sizes or whatever. And it's like, Okay, like opinions aside of like, you know, what someone that wears like a 4X would even do wearing something from Victoria's Secret. Like that that aside, 
Um, like who gives a shit whether or not they make your size, right? Like you don't need to shop there, right? Like if you are, you know, Becky Sue Ann from Alabama that weighs 230 pounds, it was five foot three, like you don't need to shop at Victoria's Secret, right? Like, oh, they don't make something in 4X. Well, well, guess what? Go somewhere that does make something in 4X. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to shop there. So why do you feel like you need to? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of like, in a way, it's it's bullying, really. Right? They're like, these people are bullying these companies into being inclusive, right? Like, Oh, like, again, like you said, like play the hits, right? Like Victoria's Secret does this one thing that made them hundreds of millions of dollars. Then they stop doing that one thing and now they're losing money. So now they're going back to that, but they stopped doing it because they got bullied into stop doing it, right? Like, oh, well, I need to feel beautiful too. Like, why don't you sell anything in 4X? Well, I don't know. We just don't cater to that size, right? It it, it could be sell. a business decision, right? Well, it could it be sell. it could be like it doesn't sell. There's not enough people that wear 4X for us to make it and make money off of it because business at the end of the day is about profit. Right? So like it just doesn't sell. We don't move enough product for us to carry that size. But now they have to. But now they're not going to anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go to FootJoy and tell them that their uh, their clothes are strictly for fat people because the smalls are too big for me. <laughs> and I demand an adult small that fits. Like they literally, you know what's interesting too? You know what I find funny? I think it's a female thing. Not to like, you know, point at women and make fun of women. But I think the whole like body thing is a female thing because men literally created a separate store for people that aren't average size and it's called big and tall <laughs> or i think now it, it's rebranded since to dxl right like because the d stands for double like double xl but it used to be, there used to be a store called big and tall and if you, you were big that, uh, that marketing department yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you were big and or tall you would shop at that special store because they would have things that are like a fucking, you know, maybe instead of, a, you know, like a me, like a standard 3230 waist, maybe you need a 4040. Like maybe you're really fucking tall and you need a 40 inch long inseam in your pants. Like go shop at Big and Tall or DXL, whatever you want to call it, right? Like it, they're interchangeable in my mind. Or like, you need a size 42 pants, go to DXL, right? Like you need a, a 5X t-shirt because you're half Thor Bjornsson, right? You're, you're six foot nine, 450 pounds of fucking beef. Like you have to shop at a special store. Like you should not expect to be able to walk into Old Navy and find something that fits you, right? Like that's totally reasonable. So I think like, I think men were just like, well, yeah, we'll just create a separate store for people that are big and tall. 
Oh, what do you want to name it? I don't know. Let's call it big and tall. That's another thing about men too, right? Like men are very simple. We're, yeah, really beating around the bush <laughs> yeah, on that one. Yeah, we're not we're not trying to fucking hide anything, right? Like, and even oh. if a even if a man didn't create it, a woman was probably smart enough to go just name it big and tall, and they'll fucking at least they'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just I just feel like. Uh, I feel like it's just dumb all the way around. It's just stupidity, right? And like you said, I'm actually glad to start seeing companies going back to what they really are. Well, it's like enough of the bullshit. Yeah, because like, are we really going to pretend that Victoria's Secret is an inclusive company? No. Like, I hope not. Because that's all it was, was pretend. It's literally all it was, was pretend. Their main marketing... Like that's that's a thing. It's like they're an underwear company that eventually like moved into like regular clothes, but like with the pink brand or whatever. Yeah. But like they were an underwear store and their main marketing was underwear models. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck do we think we're doing here? It wasn't like underwear for moms with two kids in a fucking minivan. Like Right. Right. Because you can go get that at Old Navy or Marshalls or Macy's like, or J.C. Penney, right? Like any other normal store sells regular underwear for the 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 mom with two kids in the minivan, like, right? the, like the top South American models are like on their roster. Yeah, and like I said, like literally confused. the most beautiful women in the world, like objectively. The most beautiful women in the world. Not this isn't like opinion. This is a fact. And people were like confused. Yeah. There's not enough fat people or ugly people that are models. Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> because people don't want to see fat and ugly people. I say we all have mirrors. We can go to Walmart. <laughs> we can look <laughs> in the mirror or we can go to Walmart. You know what I mean? Like we can find them anywhere right like there's not a lot of like people that are so fucking attractive that it hurts <laughs> i've actually that's, heard that's i've like, heard people talk about that before so ross patterson has talked about this on the drinking bros podcast where he went to the white house and he met the trumps and he met melania or whatever and someone told him going in like don't look at her and he thought like it was like a weird thing, like, oh, don't look at her because like whatever, the Secret Service or something, whatever. And he goes, No, I saw her and I looked at her in person and I was like, Oh my fucking God, like she is insanely attractive and like it hurts. He goes, It literally hurt to look at her. Like she was that good looking. And I was like, Wow, that's like an actually a thing, apparently. Cause I've heard I've heard other people on other podcasts talk about that, where there's like particular people that like, you know, they're like, a, if be careful when you look at them because it, it hurts. <laughs> like, like something, there's like something going on that like, it just hurts when you look at them. <laughs> what the fuck? It seems weird, right? But I mean, yeah. apparently it's a thing. Cause like I said, I've heard it from multiple different angles. Well, maybe in my next life, I'll be in a room with, you know, the uh, people who fit this criteria. Yeah, like the Adriana Limas and the Giselle Bungeons. 
I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, <laughs> it's clearly not the circles I hang around in. Nope. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we can just keep uh, keep the segues rolling here with with the whole the the women topic because you got another thing right that I actually did also see on Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. So there was was it Clay Travis? Yes. So he's a fucking boob, but he is. He. So he was talking about how. He could find like like if he chose a high school boy state champ that they would beat the Las Vegas Aces, which I assume they won the WNBA championship. I think so. Yeah, that sounds um, right. And I don't know what the original wager was. I think it was. Someone was going to give the winning team a million dollars. Don't know who. So then he tweeted out that Bet Online has offered one million to the Las Vegas Aces if they can beat a high school boys state championship of of my choosing. This is Clay Travis's tweet. Right now, I don't think this is ever going to happen. Right? No. I doubt but it. let's, you know, let's opine as if like something like this was going to happen because yeah. we know it's not going to happen because there's no way a WNBA team is going to play against the high school team. Not a chance. No, they cannot win in that situation. Nope. Because they're not going to win. <laughs> and, it, and so the and that's the problem is the the caveat there is. State champion team of his choosing right he's gonna find the one that's got five fucking right blue chip recruits right <clears throat> yeah like whether it's florida or louisiana or fucking texas you know what i mean like whatever state and like that's and i think that's the problem is you're gonna get some of these kids that like like if you pick the correct team some of these kids are gonna be seven feet tall yeah, six or like six eight, six nine, six ten. Like, yeah, gonna be way fucking bigger than anyone. Like, whether whether skill, because I I would actually argue that the women are probably more skilled on the WNBA yeah. team. I think that's fair. But you're gonna have a physical uh, physical quality issue, and I don't know what spurt. Like, I don't know what started this. Like I don't know why this came up, but like why? Like why did why is this why is this a thing? I don't know. Is it because of the fucking women's soccer team? Because that was the thing. You remember a few years ago the women's soccer team? Yeah, they team, lost to a high school team. They lost to a high school team. Or like it was like an academy team or something, yeah. but I think it was AAU. It was like yeah. it, but it was U fifteen. Or U18. Yeah. It was one yeah, it was of probably like the U15 national team or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so that is, so that's like cherry picking best of the best, but that's what exactly what he would do too. He would be picking, right. You know, the top team in the state. Right. And like, okay, who's got, and you just, it's easy. You just pick like the biggest size discrepancy. So it's like, you might have a really good team where the guys are like short or something, but like, you just get like the tallest team you can find. And now you've got an issue. Right. Um, 
so I, I also feel like that's kind of like dunking on the wrong thing in a way, like unintended. <laughs> true. Because it's almost like, dude, like you could find a team and like there might be like two future NBA players on that team. Yeah. Like that's not fucking equal. <laughs> right. Right. Like there might be a high school team, somewhat like like I said, the state champs in Florida might have commits to FSU, Duke, and UCLA on their team, right? Like they're like three of their starting five might be going to like major D1 programs. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, the uh division one state champion in Massachusetts probably doesn't beat that team. No, nope, does not. <laughs> and like the MIAA division one state champ. Now you get like the Northfield Mount Hermans in the situation, whatever the fucking school that was. Yeah, that could be problematic. Cause that might have five D one kids on it, but yeah. Like MIAA public high school, or I guess MI just MIAA. That team doesn't win. Yeah. No way. So it's almost like a, it's almost like a false argument. Cause it's like, it kind of reminds me of when, um, you get on Twitter and it's like the three handicap that can beat an LPGA player. And it's like, first of all, no, you can't, but like that's the thing is like some of these guys think that they can compete with these women right but that's because the discrepancy is mistaken right yeah because in golf the only thing a physical quality can do for you is have you hit it further right but you can neutralize that there is no like seven foot guy that's gonna fucking like play defense on your on your golf swing. Right. So it's like it's controlled, right. right? Right, right. So that's why some men theoretically think that they could. Now LPGA events, they play them right around sixty five, sixty eight hundred. That's a pretty set. That's a set of tees that a lot of guys play. Like they really can. I just don't it, but what what ends up happening is the skill is far far and away like not even close and no one can really fathom how much difference the skill level actually is and then some guys are like well I hit it so far and it's like yeah but they're just as good with their fucking hybrid as you are with your 8 iron like yeah, exactly yeah. It gets neutralized. It doesn't work like that in team sports or it doesn't work like that in um, physical sports. Right. So I'd love to know why this even came up. Like who, who is, who's doing this? Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, like you said, why? Clay Travis like is kind of a boob. Yeah. He's a boob. Been, so I'm like, like, I was gonna say it's kind of a weird hill to die on, but I'm like, I'm actually not surprised that he's trying to die on that hill. Yeah. But luckily, it'll never happen. No, yeah. no, no one's gonna take that on. No way. It would have no. to like it would have to be for like charity or something. Like, yeah. Like someone would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna give ten million dollars to a charity of your choosing, like the teams," and like maybe then they'll do it. Yeah, but even still, probably not. But still, probably not because like they can't win. Like, not. I'm not saying like they can't win the game. They right. can't win in the situation. 
they either win and it's like, oh, you beat up on high school kids. You guys are pros. Sick. Yeah. Or, oh, you guys couldn't even beat a high school team. Yeah. Sick. (laughs) Can't win. Yeah. And like the high school team has nothing to lose. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting too to see the parameters, right? Because the women do play on a shorter rim. So like, do you true? Do they really? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's 10 feet. Uh, um, I don't know that. I thought they just played on the court. I thought the three-point line might be different, but. Let me uh, let me fact check that real quick. Does the WNBA have a 10-foot rim? Um, They must play on 10-foot. No, it is also 10 feet. So they're both 10 feet. I assume that the three-point line's shorter. Maybe it's the college one? Yeah. Um, da, 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 every high school FIBA has... So yeah, everything everything is 10 feet, even in junior high. Um... Both the WA and the NBA have a court length of 94 feet and a width of 50 feet. Um, FIBA court is a different distance. It's like just under 92 feet. Like FIBA is like what? Federation of International Basketball. Yep. Um, Rim sizes are the same. Wow, why did I always think that like the rim was bigger or something? Was that just like one of like those jokes that someone said that like becomes Probably. Oh, they they use bigger rims. No, they use I a would... smaller ball. They definitely use a smaller ball. Maybe for hand sizes. Yeah. Um backboards are the same. Yeah, I, saying, I thought they played on the same. The ball, the balls, it sounds right that the ball's different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This, yes, here it is. Is the WNBA ball smaller? Yes, the ball size of the WNBA is comparatively smaller to that of the NBA. Uh, players in the NBA use a ball that is the. It doesn't say whether this is circumference or diameter. I'm assuming it's circumference. And it says 29 and a half inches. Uh, and the WNBA is 28 and a half inches. Um, the oh, NBA, I see. It's just it's way easier for them to hit shots. Yeah, the, the NBA ball weighs 22 ounces. The WNBA weighs 20 ounces. So the ball is smaller, but everything else is the same. Yeah, I mean, Florida State champs probably win that game. <laughs> well, no, because because like this is the thing is if you're talking like academies like the IMG team. Well, yeah, the IMG Academy for sure, and like those like, are the guys that, like like I said, you know, of the starting five, you got FSU, Duke, and UCLA, right? And, yeah, then the, and the other two might be like Dayton, Houston, and yeah, Houston yeah. and Butler, yeah like a smaller or like a, you know, like a, a, maybe a big D2 school or a small D1, like the Mac. (laughs) 
So yeah, I don't know if that's necessary. That that's the thing is like I don't think that's necessarily a fair fight either. No, I don't think so either. But I don't know how you quantify that. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. It would be like putting them in track. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those things like I don't understand why. Also, who needs this? That's my other thing is like, why do you need this? Yeah, who needs this? Well, Clay Travis does. He's a fucking clown. Yeah. But like, I don't understand the issue between accepting the fact that men and women are different. And I think I think honestly, it may have also come down from like a like a pay standpoint again. Yeah, which is hard because the WNBA is not the NBA; they're not the same. Also, the WNBA is floated by the NBA. Yeah, it's like they're not the same. So like it's they're like, funded; they're funded directly by revenue from the NBA. Same with PGA Tour, LPGA. Yeah. Well, actually, they're they're separate entities, but. They, they're not going to get paid the same. They're not the same product. Right. Now, Olympians, yes, actually, that's exactly the same. Yeah. So Olympians should be paid the same. Right. FIBA should pay the same. FIFA should pay the same. Right. In my opinion. And especially in the U.S. with the U.S. national team, although whatever the fuck that was this past year, never like notwithstanding, yeah. <laughs> like they actually have success. The men don't. Right. Yeah. So you see Megan Rapinoe probably fucking tore her Achilles. I saw that in the last, last game. game ever. People are obviously like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have done whatever. It's like, come on, guys! You're really gonna wag a finger in the face of the woman that's fucking retiring. She blew, she blew her Achilles in the game that she was re- her last game ever, and you're gonna stand there and fucking wag your finger in yeah, her face. This is your, this is this your is, stance. This is, yeah, this is you finally like, this is you winning. Like you think you're winning. Like, she's retired. Like she's retiring yeah. anyway. Like don't be a dick. Never mind. Like Achilles, old man injuries. That's what they say. She's yeah. old. So you right. are. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. See, that's karma. Yeah, that's karma for laughing after missing that PK <laughs> in yeah. a game you wouldn't have fucking watched if you didn't see the fucking highlight of her fucking laughing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so real quick before we wrap this up, um, we got another update. I know we've talked about this before, but, um. We're now reinforcing the fact that Mr. Beast is evil uh, because... Oh, yeah, bad guy. Yeah, Mr. Beast is bad because he built wells throughout Africa to provide people with um, clean drinking water. So let me see... If I can find this article really quick, Mr. Beast, uh, drinking water, in Africa. Because I wanna, I wanna see, I wanna make sure I get, um, you know, how hilarious this actually is. So, Mr. Beast is getting canceled um, for helping to provide clean drinking water to Africa. So, American YouTuber uh, Mr. Beast, also known as Jimmy Donaldson 
has released a video featuring his initiative to build 100 wells across Africa. Uh, and not surprisingly, it drew a mixed response from online audiences. So that's how this article starts. Um, so his efforts are in to provide clean drinking water to over half a million people throughout Cameroon, Kenya, Somalia, Uganda, Zim and Zimbabwe. <clears throat> um, he's also running a fundraiser at the same time. And he's raised more than $300,000 uh, to support local organizations that focus on aid and clean and clean water. Um, that's an automatic, the video automatically started playing of Mr. Beast. Um, so he donates supplies. He does all this, whatever. So everyone, well, not everyone, but there's a lot of people that are shitting on him now because he's a white kid from the United States that traveled over to Africa. And this is their narrative, not mine. I'm just kind of regurgitating. And he is undermining the governments of these countries and showcasing that their governments aren't good enough to solve problems. So the rich white man from the United States has to come in to save the day. Yep. Yeah, this, this is bad, getting wells for these people. It's yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yep. I'm waiting so. for the people to say, like, why can't he do this in Flint, Michigan? <laughs> yeah yeah i mean so it's i mean this is like the again this is the world we live in where what he's doing is good but because he's white it's bad like you sent me something where it was like oh some woman was like oh you know it's like obviously this is what we want to accomplish it's just unfortunate that a white male did it it's like yeah. You people just don't get it. Yeah, you're focused on the wrong thing here. If, <laughs> if, if you ultimately believe in the end result of what you're trying to do. Right. Now, I can understand some level of frustration if you dedicate your life to like this movement and. You spend like countless hours trying to figure out a way to fundraise and do and execute and all that and work with the locals, whatever. And then someone just rolls in with cash and just does it. I can understand that you're frustrated because you put a lot of work and a lot of effort into that. And then someone with just a blank check effectively, because I don't know how much this dude's worth, but I think it's a fucking like astronomical number. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> So I understand frustration, but if you can't ultimately accept that, like, someone did this, then why were you in that in the first place? Was it the end result or was it so that you could say you did it? Right. And then whether he's white, green, fucking purple or fucking dinosaur, like, <laughs> again, that 
truly shouldn't matter. Because, like, if you're one of those people, again, you can be frustrated that he just took money and solved the problem that you've been trying to solve through other methods for a long time. I get it. Like, that, that, that's got to be super annoying. Right. But, so, now, it, pertaining to that specific article, I don't remember who that person was. If a black male came in and did it, would that be okay? Because I don't know. I don't know the rules here. Yeah, I don't really because know. Because you either. should still be very frustrated that someone just undermined your entire operation and just came in with cash. Right. Like, what if Tiger Woods did it? Right. Is that okay or not okay? Because he is half Asian. <laughs> yeah. What about one of these Nigerian princes? <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, what are they doing with all their money? Yeah, so if uh, Mr. Beast is he's 25 years old, his net worth is estimated at roughly 120 million dollars. Okay. That's still a shitload. I thought it was higher for some reason. Yeah. Well, I mean that's again, don't get me wrong, that's still a ton. He, he gives a lot of it away. And he yeah, does net worth net worth, net shit worth like shouldn't this. Yeah, but net worth shouldn't Net worth isn't like a profit loss sheet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know. So like your net worth but it is also, not like the amount of money you have in the bank account. Right. But it also takes into account um, your income. It does. But it also takes into account how much you make gross before you start giving shit away. You know what I'm saying? Like, So yeah. your net worth is always higher than what you have. Right. Right. So if his net worth is 120, then he, you know where he starts giving away comes off of that 120. Yeah. It's not like he makes 250 and then they're like it's or I'm sorry, it's not like he's worth a like a like it's not like he takes in a gross amount 250, gives a ton of it away and then they subtract it and now that's his net worth. It's Right. Right. Usually right. it doesn't go like that. Yeah. Usually. Now with him it could be different because some of his and I don't know much about him. I don't watch him on YouTube, nothing like that. Yeah, I don't either. But I have a feeling that some of his structure, so like he probably has like probably multiple channels, right? I assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of those channels might just directly go to uh, something or other, nonprofit or 501, whatever the fuck. So then he can use all that to like whatever. So he may drive more dollars than 120. He probably holds less than 120, but 120 is his technical net worth. Yeah. If that if I explain that correctly. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because again, I assume he has a channel that just straight up he doesn't see. Because yeah, not I for nothing. Let's, I let's not beat has... around the bush here. Like he did when he did these wells, whatever. I assume there's some type of video coming out that's also going to garner revenue yeah it is so when he says all that you know like that was one the of the things from the article someone called it charity porn <laughs> i that's love like, that charity porn that's a term i have not heard that term. yeah that's good yeah they're like yeah he's doing it but he videos it and it's charity porn but they neglect to like 
understand Dude. that he videos it to put it out to get more views to generate more money right he do as people a youth- understand how charities and nonprofits work no and they also don't understand how youtube works like you only you get paid by views right so like if you don't put the video out and or it doesn't get views then you don't get paid right so if he wants to continue to do things to help people he needs to video stuff put it on youtube and have people watch it so yes he spent a lot of money to help people in africa have clean drinking water and yes he made videos about it to post on youtube so that he can generate more views to generate more money so that he can do more stuff to help people <laughs> like he's not just like he's 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 also a young kid like he's 25 years old like he's I not I realize he was that young yeah he's not um he's not like doing it to do it or right or like do it to like make himself look good he's doing it because he wants to like i've i he was on the joe rogan podcast and i that's how i found out about who he was well like i had heard the name but like i i really like found out who he was through through that um and he's a good kid he doesn't care he's a he at the time i think he was 23 when i when i saw him on rogan he was a 23 year old kid from north carolina that like made a fuck ton of money on YouTube. And he literally was like, he told Rogan, he goes, yeah, I don't need all the money that I have. So I, I give it away. It was like, give it to people that need it more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the other thing is I think when it comes to like charities, foundations, nonprofits, the average regular person either chooses not to, or doesn't want to accept that those are businesses. Right. First and foremost. Right. So businesses do require revenue. Correct. <laughs> now, his main source of generating revenue is through YouTube. Right. So if he doesn't make videos, there are no wells going to Africa. Now, if you don't like the wells in the first place, then yes, you can bitch about the videos too because you want to yeah. bitch about everything. But I don't know. And I'm not familiar with what else he's done. So let's let's make up something he's done. He went to a North Carolina YMCA and he donated the money to build a new basketball court somewhere. Let's just pretend like, 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 and I don't even know if there are YMCAs in fucking North Carolina. I assume there are, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I think they're nationwide. (laughs) Perfect. So he went there, he donated the money. Now the kids have a brand new basketball court. Good, bad, like, or is it, or is this bad because white man build basketball court? Right. Yeah. Now, if he does a video about the process, him doing it, and now he generates a million seems strong, but let's say he 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 generates hundred thousand dollars from that. Well, now that's a hundred thousand dollars that's now going back in the till to now go to the next project. Right. Now Nonprofits and charities and all this shit alike, they also have expenses. People work. Like, yeah. People who work employed by a nonprofit receive a paycheck. Correct. And they pay employment taxes on that and they pay payroll processing, just like any other business. The only thing that changes between a nonprofit and a for profit business is at the end of the year when there is a sum of money that is profit 
it needs to go back into the company some way, somehow, some form. Right. They're the same fucking thing. For-profit and non-profit are the same fucking thing. Right. Because you can have a for-profit and you could take all your profit and you could donate it to the YMCA. And you would just have a stupid for-profit business. Just unintelligent to do it that way. Right. Right. Although it might end up just netting out. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, the people don't, I don't think people get that. Like, No, they definitely don't. If he's going to do charitable stuff, he needs to generate the money. So he has to film the stuff. Right. And if you don't like anything he does, gotcha. Understood. Then you don't can hate it, it all. Hate don't it all. Like, that's the thing is if you want to hate it, hate it all. Oh, well, I wish he just didn't have to video it. Well, he fucking does because if he doesn't video it, then there's no more things. Right. I also don't know what he is on his regular YouTube channel. So I don't like, I don't like, is he a streamer? I don't know what the fuck he is. I think he does it all, honestly. Like, I think he has. Okay. Like, so, well, that's the he thing. has like, like 15 different channels. Oh, fuck. Okay. Cause I was going to say the other one that people talk about is what is it? Uh, Dr. Disrespect, he's a streamer. I don't even so, know who that is. He's just – I think he's probably like, like top a twit, five. A he's probably guy. Yeah, I think he's YouTube, but yes. But he's a streamer. So it's like he plays video games and streams them, whatever. So if he has two other channels and one's like a nonprofit, one's whatever, it's like, yes, he still has to stream because that's how he generates his revenue. But like, yeah, he's got a video crew. Right. So yes, he went and did something like like that's how this works. Right. Yeah, but he he's bad. Yeah, he's, he's bad. bad. He's bad because he's a white male. Yeah, I can't believe he gave those people in Africa drinking water. Yeah. What a terrible human. Fucking shitbag. <laughs> what a real piece of shit, that guy, huh? Never mind. What what would happen if Bill Gates went to Africa and built a hundred wells? Oh yeah. He'd be the best. Yeah. Yep. And all he did was just show up with money. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, uh, you want to wrap this up? We can wrap this up. All right. What do you got? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I got to pull up my stupid list. All right. So we've talked about this before. This episode is coming out exactly one week before thanksgiving mm-hmm. um i was on instagram and there was an italian american i think he's like first generation italian so not like from there in like the new york whatever area and i believe he's a trained chef mm-hmm. and uh it was it was very nice and refreshing to hear him lay out how his family used to do um <laughs> holidays and it was like it's i mean obviously i you know i've said it like very similar to how like my mother did it which obviously that came from the italians that were off the boat right and i'm still sitting here like i I, like it's still like obviously it's a very stubborn approach because it's my way and it's you know it's what i'm used to so i like it obviously but i cannot understand why no one can change what they do on Thanksgiving for the sake of having better food. So I know you, you're on the, you take the staunch Thanksgiving food sucks. 
Yes, agreed. And I say, when done correctly, it could be good. Most people's rendition sucks. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you could get a turkey, barely season it, bake it in the oven. Great. You can get like stuffing that can be made in the microwave. Awesome. You get jelly in a can. What do they call that? I, I genuinely, uh, cranberry, cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce? Jelly in a can. Yeah. Uh, you can do the green bean casserole, which is oh my just God. a fucking abomination. Yeah. Which is yeah. all shit from a can. Yes. Yep. Gravy in a jar. And like serve that to people. And it's yeah. like mashed potatoes in a box, even. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you call that like food? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? Um, so he was talking about, and the reason the video, like he was explaining, he was doing a recipe for his holiday baked ziti. And I am like, I'm, I think I might put my foot in the ground that all holidays should now have a pasta dish. I'll say period, but I'm like, cause I was gonna say, I think it's too much to say before like the real entree. Cause that's what my family, I think that's what the Italians usually do. It like the Italian structure is usually, um, appetizers of whatever you can think of. So that might be, that could be like, um, charcuterie stuff. That could be salad. That could be shrimp, oysters, right. like, like raw bar stuff, like light stuff that you genuinely would consider like light appetizers. It's not like bacon wrap, scallop shit like that. Shit's too heavy. Uh, then the Italians are probably giving you soup. Soup sucks. So fucking get rid of it. Yep. Agreed. And then that's usually when the pasta dish shows up. Could be baked ziti, could be ravioli. That's what my family used to do. Um, usually it's like a lighter, smaller portion. That's how it's supposed to be done. But you know, Americans will fuck that up too. <laughs> um, and then you would get to like your main. So if it was Thanksgiving in the US, generally that's where you're eating turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing. And he even said it. He goes, listen, he goes, like, as an Italian, he goes, I actually like looked forward to that once a year because we're so we eat he goes, we eat the other stuff all the time. He goes, so like the holiday wasn't special. He goes, the American food, he goes, we looked forward to it like every once in a while. Um, again, I still think Turkey could easily be replaced and no one would miss it. Um, (laughs) but Hey, but even still, if you just take like, Hey, what is, you know, people do down South, they do Mac and cheese. Right. So I'm just thinking pasta for the holidays. I think that needs to become uh, more mainstream because I say, I say Mac and cheese as like the best Thanksgiving side and people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. That's why we do now, it. <laughs> partial. Now, if I'm being partial, I like when I make stuffing, I just know stuffing can suck. Correct. If not done correctly. So that's why it's like, because even like mediocre mac and cheese is better than mediocre stuffing. I yeah. like good stuffing and I like good mac and cheese. I mean, I can only eat so much of it, especially when we throw it in a ball and fucking fry it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we need to, I think we need to start mainstreaming this a little bit more. I get down with that. And that just made me that, cause obviously he was talking about like, cause we never did like a big, big ziti dish, which sounds fucking great. Yeah. 
I might have ate one. We'll see. Um, <laughs> no, too much food. But like, yeah, like, imagine like eating lasagna before like the meal. Like, <laughs> let's fucking go. I mean, my grandmother used to do all that shit. Like, we would have the like the pasta or the ziti or whatever it was yeah, before. Like before so. the whatever the main thing was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's funny too. Like, if you go to like an Italian, like a, I think it's, I think it's got to be like a northern Italian spot. But if you go to like a northern Italian spot, there's a reason why the menu flows the way it flows because it's usually appetizers, which shouldn't, again, in Italian, usually they're super fucking light. It's more like a charcuterie board. Mm -hmm. Then it's a salad. Then it's your first plate. That's your pasta. Then it's your second plate. That's like the entree of whatever you're eating. And then it's dessert. Yeah. Right? Was that five? Yeah. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Right. In Italian. In Italian families, whatever. And I think we need to I think we I think we should make that I think we should make that switch. I think we I think we gotta start going that way. I support I, I think we need a pasta. I think that. we need a pasta dish before. Now again, I like I won't be I won't be snobby. It doesn't have to be Italian. But don't make it fake Italian either. Yeah. Yeah. Alfredo sauce out of a fucking jar. <laughs> All right. I like that. We just fixed it. So um, my final thought would be a relatively quick one, but uh, I have an issue with people. Well, I have an issue with people in general. So do I. Um, but I have an issue with people in parking lots that, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I I don't know if people think it's fucking cool or what. But so for people that don't know, I drive a Toyota Tacoma, right? It's nothing special. It's just a Toyota Tacoma, right? Like it's a pickup truck. I've noticed in the last like couple times I've gone out somewhere, a particular market basket, like I usually try and park away from just people and stuff and cars, right? Especially like when you're leaving Market Basket, like I, I want to be able to open my door and get the shit in my truck and uh, stuff like that. Like it, just give me space, right? Like I'll park away from from other cars or whatever. For whatever reason, I've noticed this happened to me in a Lowe's parking lot, but I think it's more acceptable in a Lowe's. There are other people that drive pickup trucks that like to park right next to other pickup trucks. Like, I don't understand what the fascination is. Like, never once have I driven into a parking lot being like, oh, wow, there's a Toyota Tacoma. I'm going to park next to it because I also drive a Toyota Tacoma. Like, like, get the fuck away from me. Like, it happened this past Saturday. I went to Market Basket and the parking lot was dead. And I came out like where I, I always park in the same area of the lot, like the same region. And where I parked, there was no cars like for three spots to the right of me and like two spots to the left of me. I was like, it's perfect. Whatever. I'm in. I'm out. It, you know, it's not busy. There's tons of spots open everywhere. When I came back out, there was a Toyota Tacoma parked right next to me. Yeah, same car, dude. I think that and Jeeps do that. And then on the other side, there was like two or three open spots there. And then on my right, 
there was still two two more open spots. So like there was less open spots when I came out, but still there was more open spots around us. Like, dude, because now I'm trying to like fit the carriage in between the two trucks and get everything in. I you just have less space to maneuver, right? And again, it's not like I drive like a fucking GMC Sierra or a, or an F two fifty or even like a Silverado, right? Like an a full size pickup truck or like a Tundra if you want to stay within the Toyota family right it's it's a smaller pickup truck but like why the fuck do you need to park next to me if you also drive a pickup truck that is the dumbest thing ever like don't you also want space to maneuver i think jeeps do that yeah i like, think they do jeeps i don't know if it's all jeeps or just wranglers or something like i think they, it's like, a wrang it's a wrangler thing like they all park near each other yeah like oh we go oh fellow jeep oh i'll park next to it. like jeep all right wave. dude yeah. Like it's just unnecessary. That shit, that shit makes me so mad. It's it's completely unnecessary. It's happened to me multiple times at Market Basket. Like I said, it happened to me once at Lowe's. Like I said, I give Lowe's a little bit more of a pass because most of the clientele that goes to Lowe's probably drives pickup trucks. I don't know. I think most of them drive Toyota Corollas. Yeah. <laughs> but like I've just noticed it in other other parking lots and other times. And it's like there's so many other spots open, right? It, if it's a park, if it's a parked, if it's a packed parking lot, I get it. You just take whatever spot is available. But when it's completely dead and there's open spots, like don't fucking park next to me. Like I parked away from everyone for a reason. But yeah, here is oh, oh, there's a there's a Tacoma. I also drive a Tacoma. I'm gonna park next to it. Why? Like, do you think it's like fucking safety or something? Like, how about I key your car the next time I'd walk? Like, well, that's, you, you're still like, going to think it's safe that you park next to a car it's like, that looks like yours? I think it's like one of those things, like it probably, like whoever thought of it probably started out of like a mutual respect type of thing. Like, like, oh, well, if we drive the same car, then, you know, it's like, they'll be careful around it, whatever. And it's like, what? No. Yeah. Now the Jeep Wrangler thing is probably like more culty than anything else. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's like two BMWs. Like, are they gonna park in the back, like directly next to each other? I thought the whole purpose was to get away from each other. Exactly. It's like, oh well, a different another BMW driver. They they won't hit my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah, okay. That guy could be shit faced right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's my final thought is I hate everyone and don't fucking park next to me in a parking lot when there's plenty of open spaces just because you drive the same type of truck as I do. We're not friends, but it doesn't make us friends. We just decided to purchase the same vehicle. Also, we're probably never going to see each other. Exactly. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to click subscribe up above uh, the thumbs up down below. Subscribe also if you're an audio only listener. Uh, if you use Apple or Spotify, you can leave us a review. So go do that. Uh, tell everyone about the show while you're at it. Uh, spread Help spread the word. You can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. Website sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. While you're buying shit, you can go to noonbrew.com. Uh, use the promo code in the show notes to get 10% off your order every single time you check out. I was drinking it earlier, as I always do. 
Um, it's a great nighttime sleep tea. Uh, and then also you can go to mybookie.com, uh, use the promo code SarcasmPod uh, when you sign up to double your first deposit up to $1,000 over there. So uh, that is going to do it for us. Until next time, good night, everybody. Good night.